Thank you all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. Go check out that new merch that we got on RaisingGraceStudios.com. Uh, also, big shout out to Chris Nobles at Nobles Networking. Uh, they gave us internet, and it's fucking awesome. And uh, thank you. If you are in rural Georgia and you need some internet, these guys take care of you. They're fucking awesome. Also, Bourbon Joy. They sent us some amazing chocolates. Uh, Tyler and me ate them earlier. Oh, man, they're so good. And they are nasty good. <laughs> uh, also, thank you to Red Circle. Putting a little change in my pocket. Today, uh, for the next little bit, because all of us is sitting around drinking, bullshitting, we got some cool shit coming up the next couple days. And uh, I got uh, Tyler Branch, who's going to be with me for the long run for a little while. Yeah, boy. And uh, I got... Big Neil Mullis sitting across from me, one of y'all's favorites. Hadn't heard from him in a while. And J.D. Neesmith, our uh, resident conspiracy theory fucking <laughs> nutcase. But, uh, J.D., thank you for all the shit you do that I don't want to do around here. And, and, time, dri- brother. and driving us and all that good shit. So, thank you, boss. Uh, pretty much is going to bullshit the next little bit, a uh, few minutes. We need to talk about the things that we've got coming up. Um, tonight coming in is uh, Lee Tucker and Ethan Phillips. Uh, if y'all haven't got a chance to hear Ethan or Lee yet, better get ready. It's going to be awesome. Tyler, over the next couple days, is going to be doing several live performances uh, on TikTok, on Instagram, on Snapchat. Or not on Snapchat, I guess. on What is it? Not unless somebody Snapchats it. I mean, we can Snapchat it, motherfucker. Is this thing considered that live? <laughs> I don't think. at a time. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be all right. We can do it. We'll figure some way to do it. Um... Also, we found out uh, some of our very good friends, Riley Lowry, Stephen Deloach. Hopefully, they'll get to stop by tomorrow. But if not, tomorrow night in Statesboro, Georgia at the Blue Room will be John Langston. And opening up for him will be uh, Dylan Marlowe. Uh, I like little Marlowe. He's, he's a good shit. He is a, he's a cute little feller. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to hang out with him with some college girls tomorrow night. Best part about that is... Uh, Lee Tucker is going to be in Statesboro, Georgia. He ain't going to know what – you know what? More so than Lee being there, I'm looking forward to seeing Ethan in the middle of that, of all that that's going on. Ethan? Because poor Ethan is – he's not poor Ethan, but he's so soft-spoken. He's such a cool guy. Like, you talk to him and he's, hey, man, how you doing? And I'm just wondering – I'm ready to see him in the middle of all the chaos tomorrow. Ethan is as big as you and as soft-spoken – as the softest person you've ever heard spoke. Really? Oh he's, my God! But you talk about songwriter. Man, he's killer. Oh, oh man. He we somehow we talked him into coming hanging out with us heathens. So he's gonna be down here in the next couple of days. Uh, let's see. Then Friday night we'll be at Crazy Bull for the Rewind tour. Uh, Andy Griggs, Brian White, and Daryl Worley uh, will be a part of that. Getting to have a good time with them. And then probably Saturday again. Yep. Be back at Crazy Bull. Another one of our buddies, Trey Teen, is going to be playing. And probably going to misbehave with them. Uh, and then... What am I forgetting? Sunday. Oh, shit. Trey Sunday. and uh, Casey Arbrough are supposed to be coming. And they're going to jump on the jump on the show with us. God, it's going to be bad. <laughs> uh, Dustin Heron's coming in next week. When Dustin, is he coming in? The 30th. Oh, good. Okay. Dustin Heron's going to be here two days early. We're going to play golf with him, drink a lot, bullshit. Neil, you got to come play golf I'm, with us. What day is that? The 30th? Uh, I don't know. Let's check and see. It's six days from today. Well, the 4th is Sunday. 
Uh, he will be here next Tuesday, but he'll be here all weekend. He's getting here two days early because there's a special event next weekend. I'll tell you about it later. Uh, that some folks will get to come to, some folks won't. Um, I'm sure they wouldn't have a problem in the world, you and your old lady coming to it. Uh, it won't cost you anything either. That's what's great that's about a, it. That's better. It I'm sold. It, sold. <laughs> it don't cost you anything. You get to bring a cooler. Um, mm. So it'll it'll be good. Uh, yeah, just all the next week and a half, the stuff that I've been wanting to do with songwriters and people just hanging out. Tomorrow, I forgot about this. Miss Brianna from TikTok with a million followers. Yep. It's coming to spend a day with us and hang out. Uh, what's her uh, boyfriend's name's Jimmy, right? Jimmy cool. Jones. Jimmy Jones. Uh, hopefully, I can get him in here soon, too. Well, he, he seems pretty cool. Next week, sometime, uh, like during the week, if y'all got time, we need to get together and uh, let's do it, Love Country Bowl. Let's do it. I'm down for that. I ain't had like no that a, so like long. On a, on a fucking Wednesday. You know random. What I mean? like random. Just random. <laughs> like on Wednesday night or something. Yeah. Matter of fact, if you'll give me enough heads up, I'll. Uh, I'll take the day off of work, and we'll pick that day to go play golf and cook a little country bowl. Uh, I will call Dustin as soon as we get done here. Oh, you know he'll be down for that. No, that's what he, that's why he's coming in a couple of days Nick early. That was, that was his like thing. He said, uh, I want to come early, and I want you to get some boys up. Let's go play golf. Let's Is he good? I, don't, I think he's bogey. He, he says he's bogey. Okay. So so he's not like. Let me tell you, he, when we were talking about playing and we were talking about like us doing a scramble and all this shit, he was telling me like Lee Tucker. He was like, Lee said, yeah, he said, I, I'm about worst at double bogey. And so him and Dustin went to go play together. And uh, Dustin's out there playing with him, bullshitting with him, having a good time. And uh, first hole, Lee's not on the green yet after six shots. It's par four. He just picks up the ball. And Dustin's like, what the hell are you doing? We don't write down more than double. He said we don't write down more than double. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, it was a long day. <laughs> well, well I, I love that might have come out of my mouth. Well, no, I, no, that's what that's how. But usually, that's when we're on the green. If we if we done miss two putts. I mean, know, if I'm six shots in on a par four and I ain't on the green yet, I'm, I'm picking that bitch well, up and writing down a double. And I'll, I'll say this. I love Lee Tucker, but, you know, Lee don't get in no hurry anyway. Uh, I took that son of a bitch. What course was it? <laughs> I took him to maybe Southern Hills. Southern Hills are the landing, so a nice golf course. Right. <laughs> they told him, and it was, a, it, was a court, it was a hole that there was a huge embankment. Huge embankment. I'll get it in a second. There was a huge embankment and uh, couldn't drive your golf cart down to it. Couldn't. It was, he, the cart path was way up on top of a hill. You had to walk down to it. <laughs> Lee hit a ball. And Lee said, fuck that ball. <laughs> he said, I ain't getting my fat ass off this golf cart walking there to get the damn thing. So he left it as is. But as far as taking someone to a golf course, you're going to have a good time. Oh, and yeah. I, and I can only imagine... If you come out here with us, JD, I know you don't play, but you'll have to come out here with us too. All of us getting together. Woo! I don't know which one we need to go to. Probably gonna have to stay away from Uchi because what's gonna happen is gonna be bad. Probably take them to the woods. Well, that's what I was just fitting to say. If all of us go golfing, we need to go to the woods. Now you can carry Dustin like the following day to a real golf. Well, <clears throat> you can carry him to a a, a a nice golf course like Uchi. 
later. But they're kind of strict on 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 the on the fuckery right. that goes on <laughs> the woods. As long as you stay the hell out of the way of all the Canadians, they don't give a shit. Well, now I'll say I've never been much of a golfer. I love to watch it. It's me fascinating neither. to me. I mean, no, I mean like the first time I went to a golf course was after a buddy pestered me about. He didn't pester me, but he asked me to come for like six months, and he finally said, "Hey, just come with us. I'll let you use my clubs if you like it. You can find you some clubs and come with us. If not, whatever." I said, "Okay." So we went to the driving range, and uh, he got a bucket of balls, and he's like, "Here, start with the little ones, move your way up." And he left me with the driver, and he goes, "I'm gonna go see about everything, and uh, I'll, you know, tee off, see if you can keep them from going to the left or right." So about the sixth one that I teed up, I was leaning down and I felt something on the club, something something in the club felt weird. And I looked down and the head of the club was laying on the ground and the shaft was stuck in the grass there. And I looked and there was a print right, right off the top or the head of the club where I'd hit one weird and he had just had that one reshafted and it was pings, they were really nice. So he comes back and I'm holding the head of the club in one hand and the shaft in the other and he looks at me and goes, what the hell happened? I said, man, I'm sorry. I don't know. He, he said, oh, don't worry about it. I'll use it anyway. He goes, so are you still planning on playing with us? I said, I think I've had about enough golf for one day. You know, <laughs> so I sat on the back of the golf cart and played my guitar the rest of the time. Just don't break my shit. I'm not going to break nothing. I don't care. You're going to sit play. on the back and play my guitar the whole time. Like no, I used to. He'll be all right. We'll have fun. I promise. Okay. You I, I, you're not, we're none of us are good, good. Yeah, we have lucky shots. Yeah, yeah, but I ain't. Every nothing. once in a while, I'm like, I'm not as bad as I think I am. And then, and then the next hole, I fucking, <laughs> I triple a par three. <laughs> That's and when you write down a double. That's right. Oh, do, do I? We're going to call that the Lee Tucker rule. <laughs> That's right. That's right. No, y'all going to have to come down because um, we're going to have to get together. If uh, if if Kelvin Nicole ever found out Lee Tucker was coming over to eat low country boys, she'd probably shoot her britches. She, lo- she loves that motherfucker. Loves him. She loves him now. She loves us. Well, Lee now, a lot of people love Lee Tucker a little bit at a time. Yeah, y'all ain't been stuck with that motherfucker. We, but I think I got to share a bed with that bitch next week. I, let, I, I, let me tell you, by the end, of and this I'm next, right through the wall, so I'm looking forward to the comedy. I can't wait. Well, I've told I, her. I told, I've told her. Ahead. I've told her. I've told her how good you are. And I told her, I said, you just got to meet Tyler. I said, he's kind of, you know, he's kind of low-key when you first meet him. You know, sure. I mean, you kind of got to get to know him, and he'll open up to you or whatever. Right. Uh, matter of fact, if I was ever able to find a picture of him, you are a direct resemblance of a 30-year-old Johnny Dawson, which was my neighbor's dad, was Mr. Johnny. You and Mr. Johnny, minus the beard, Mr. Johnny was always clean cut. Right. You are a direct, like that is your doppelganger, ganger, or whatever they get. Yeah, that's him. No I mean, kidding. maybe not so much now, but I mean, y'all are pretty much the same size back when he, when I was a young. Right. But I told her, I said, if you ever met, you ever met Tyler, I said, you'll, you'll like him. I said, you'll like the shit out of him. And I appreciate he that, can sing too. Oh, uh, you, you wait. But I think she loves Lee Tucker more than she loves me because every time <laughs> we you, ride I'm, down I'm, the road, she's going to Snapchat that bastard and let him know she's listening to his song. Let me oh. tell you, <laughs> Cody Wiggins, me and him's texting, he's going to be here tomorrow. That's a real good friend of mine I grew up with. Um, I can't wait for him and his family to get here. But he uh, he messaged me earlier, and he's like, his his son, Walker, I think it's two or three. Walker? Yeah, his name's Walker. Well, I'll be down. Yeah. <laughs> his, his name's Walker. And uh, anyway, he said, 
Walker just loves that song by Lee, Why, Why, Why. He won't quit listening to it. And I was thinking to myself, all my friends, <laughs> Lee, Lee Tucker's the one that's got women shaking and youngins. Yeah. Like, how the hell does that happen? And then I was telling I was telling uh, Neil one day, I was like, Neil, if you ever mess up and you get a divorce and your wife ends up leaving you for Lee, you might, you fuck. Yeah. Like, oh, it's over, it's oh, over yeah. with. Can't you see Lee being stepdaddy? Oh, God. The only thing I would hope Lee would do for me is negotiate child support down to a, you know. Lee, Lee wouldn't make you, uh, would tell you not to pay. He'd tell I, her. I know he would, but. Now, now that would be a, a little flip on the situation. Instead of a redheaded stepchild, he'd be the redheaded Red stepdaddy. stepdaddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much he'd like, he'd get off on it. I can see him now. Just standing in the yard, no shirt on, fucking his swimming britches. And just be like, oh, here comes that sorry some bitch didn't want you no more. <laughs> yeah, he'd egg it on. Oh yeah. Soon as soon as uh soon as you went to go pick up the young and he slap her on the ass and say, All right now, honey, you get back on there and make my biscuits for me. <laughs> I, he'd be the biggest fucking dickhead in the world. <laughs> he'd make a point he'd make a meme out of everything that you did. Oh yeah. Oh, actually that's what when you said uh listening to me and Lee through the walls. Have y'all ever heard about when me and him went to the massage parlor? Oh, God. No, but I'm dying to know. It was like a year ago last week. We went to a massage parlor in Atlanta. We went to go see Tyler Childers and Sturgill Simpson. We get there super early. There's a massage parlor, like a little Asian rub and tug that is right here across the street from our hotel. So me and Lee both are reading the sign where it says, oh, they bathe you and all this shit. We ain't got shit to do. So we're like, hey, let's go get a let's go get a deep tissue massage. It wasn't in Woodstock, was it? It's in Alpharetta. Um, so well, way to call yourself out here. <laughs> Kelby, he ain't never been to that one in Woodstock. Well, he, oh, yeah, he just he heard, he never heard mind. Of it. Oh. Somebody listening will know what I'm talking about. It <laughs> was a sick joke and it's too soon. <laughs> I don't wanna know. Um but anyway, so we're sitting there and we you get to pick your different package. I picked the package where they give you like this pressured water massage and they bathe you and clean your shit real good and everything and so i get that done then they come back and they put like the oils and everything right. deep tissue afterwards well lee all he wanted was just he didn't want to get bathed by him he just wanted the deep tissue for like nervous. 30 minutes <laughs> i didn't give a shit so they end up putting us in rooms next to each other and it's a thin ass wall this little asian woman is in there beating the fuck out of lee and all you hear is him talking shit to her and giggling. I'm sitting there trying to relax. Giggling. I'm, yes. I'm sitting there trying to fucking relax and chill out. And all I, all I hear is through the wall. He's like, oh, it's a little too hard there now. Like, I'm going to need you not to do that with your elbow. Like, and just laughing his fucking ass off. And all I can think about, because if you've ever been to one of these little parlors, on the wall, they always, most of them's always got the same sign. It's like $60 for a foot massage. It ain't for a foot massage, for the rub and tug. And I, I, was, I quit listening. I quit enjoying my fucking massage because I wanted to hear if she offered him the foot massage. Uh, the foot massage. <laughs> I was waiting for him to say, oh, goddamn, how much? I was waiting on it. And nothing. He, he didn't take it. I didn't take it. All you just heard is him fucking giggling. There is nothing that will turn you off quicker <laughs> than hearing Lee Tucker fucking giggle. That woman must have kept touching his fucking funny bone. I don't know what she was touching, but whatever it was, that son of a... It was ticklish. 
He was mighty ticklish. <laughs> and you know how Lee laughs? It's, it's a chuckle. Uh-huh. That's a belly laugh. That's all I heard. <laughs> it was, I, I still get nightmares. I still get up. <laughs> and I got to sleep with the son of a bitch for the week. Yeah, good luck. But uh, the people coming down, as good as Tyler is, everybody's equally as good that is coming that you haven't heard yet. Mm-hmm. Ethan, uh, only thing that Ethan is kind of, is, is his quietness. And you'll hear it like when he first starts singing still, he starts off quiet, but by the time he gets yeah. to his lyrics. Oh, yeah. Oh, is he the one with the, I ain't going to call it a mullet. No, but that's Blaine. Like, no, that's Blaine. That's oh, Blaine. That's I, a we bad tried to get him to come down. Boy. Yes, sir. He's it, Blaine is good. He, he's a talented singer, talented songwriter. Me and him got a couple we've written together. And but he's got that gab on him, man. When he gets to talking, people freaking fall in love. Let me I'm tell you, you really. he's got I think, it, dude. I think I'm very good at shit talking. Shoot. This son of a bitch gives me more than a run for my money. Mm. Oh, yes, boy. Sir. No shit. I, I, I am not even playing. That son of a bitch can talk. And I, it, Hey, put it this way. <laughs> we was on that trip a couple of weeks ago. We was all in Nashville, and we did that podcast. We was all hanging out, and uh, we planned on going out that night. And, uh, you know, it wasn't no secret. We started off the activities middle of the afternoon. So we had Very all got us, a, got us a drink, and, uh, you know, we was all hanging out. And uh, one of them come walking down or walking out of the kitchen area there and had a glass in his hand. It was clear. I said, what you got there? He said, Water, man. I need it after last night. Blaine pipes up from the other side of the room. He goes, hey, you know, that water's bad for you. It killed my uncle. We all kind of turned around and looked at him. He said, he drowned. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you're dealing with. Yeah, no, this son of a bitch talk. And then uh, he's not coming, but Dustin Heron is. And Dustin is a tough, tough. Son of a bitch. That's, you ever that, heard the song Reno? That joke will make you cry. Yeah, by Doug Supernaw. All right, he just yeah. did a whole acoustic album. He covered that song. Which I'll, is a badass I'll, I'll album. You need to you check in a few it out. Minutes. Uh, but let me tell you, it's bad. I got, I've got a uh, Blaine's work tape. Um, but you tell Miss Kelby that she'll love everybody's. They're all good old boys. They all can sing. They all play off of each other. Uh, all known each other for a long time. Yeah, I mean it's it's damn it's damn good. And uh so the next week that we've got here is just gonna be insane. Um so I hope all y'all that's listening, y'all know y'all keep up with us tonight. Uh it's Wednesday night. Probably let's say like eight o'clock every night that we're not off somewhere. That way we can go ahead and set like a time. Yeah, we'll jam. We'll jam every night at eight o'clock. Yep. Uh on TikTok on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, let's see. That's pretty much all I've got for right now. We just wanted to give y'all a preview of the next couple days coming up. And uh, we haven't recorded a lot lately, and I just want y'all to know why. Is uh, because we've got so much coming up the next two weeks. And after that, that kind of took a little break, kind of backed off. But get ready for four or five episodes a week coming out. We're about to have... Even Sunday with Casey and all them coming down. Oh, Chuck yeah. Hutchinson. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Watson's going to be here. Chuck just had a hell of a ordeal, didn't he? Not too long ago. I, I saw a little bit of it. I didn't read the whole thing. Yeah, he had like the uh, escaped convict or something show up at his front doorstep. No kidding. From what i seen on, what i seen anyway. That's one of the things he's telling us about Sunday, so you'll have to mm. come back too. We always well, thought I'm interested. Yeah, y'all have to tune in. They say, there you go. That's what call called... Uh, uh, what is it called? Preclude? 
Oh, yeah, I just got uh, prelude, yeah. prelude. Prelude, prelude. I, pre- 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 I just got to know something. Yeah. No. What do you got to know? JD. What's up? What kind of fresh conspiracy you got for us, big guy? I mean, any, any I've, hope? I've already dwelled into, like, all of them, so there's not really right. any fresh, I mean, to say. I stitched a time traveler today on TikTok. He stitched a time yeah, traveler. Yeah, he's a time traveler. He's trying to convince everybody he's a time traveler. Do you, do he's you trying sti- to say he took credit for calling out the 7.3 earthquake or whatever overseas or some shit. So I got on there and I was like, I don't believe it. I think it's fake. You want to make me a believer. Time travel your ass all the way to March 28th. Walk into your nearest sit go, Chevron. Walmart, Pilot Station, and let me know what them numbers are <laughs> on March 28th, which will be this Sunday. That's right. Time travel your ass right back and DM me those numbers. Don't put them on, don't put them on a video. And I'll split it with you. That's right. <laughs> and, and, if you can do that, make me a believer. Yep. I believe you, big guy. Yep. Lee Tucker just sent me a damn screenshot of him on the way. Oh, boy. He's going to be here at 1245. <laughs> well, that'll be perfect. Hey, just uh, for he what? Just, <laughs> <laughs> That means that me and you spend that sit up and drink till twelve forty-five. You something threatening me with a good time? By you don't God. think we're gonna ride dirt roads? Bullshit. Uh, no, that's what I was gonna ask JD because I just started watching this documentary. Why you since you brought up conspiracy theories, you still believe in the Q nine stuff? I do. I like it's. It, it makes me sad that that I don't think Trump let us down. I believe that he's he's got something on the back end, but he can't come out with it. Because everybody's yeah, gonna, it, it's over with. I mean, let me I, tell you, HBO, HBO Max, if you got it, just came out with a documentary series, and it's about talking about how QAnon came around and all this stuff, what started like doing it or whatever. I'm only two episodes deep in it, and when you find out who's in charge of those message boards, who owns that I, the message it, boards, I very quickly, very quickly. And going away from any beliefs that I ever had in it. Like, like I said, like I didn't. I was on the edge when Q9 came out because I know of controlled opposition, and I know that you know. They're, it's they're not even to, it's not a controlled opposition. Well, it's the people who own the website. Right, that's what I mean. Like, they, but the people who own the website have nothing to do with politics. It was people well, that's that are, the way it goes anymore. It's the people that own the website started posting that shit. Um, and they're linked to the the group that used to be called Anonymous. You remember them with like the yeah. the V from Vendetta mask? These guys were just trying to build up revenue streams, and all of a sudden it started exploding. And it's through 8chan because they got banned off right. of 4chan. Well, when that happened, it's it, it's it's very coincidental how well, some of the shit's coming around now. Like th- this person, and they have no political ties, or they act like at least they don't have political ties. How, uh, why they started in, like looking into it and everything hmm. very quickly. I'm like, if that's the guy that's writing the stuff, then we have been tricked by the biggest dumbass well, in the world. But the thing is, is the way I don't believe none of it, but the way that they were able to down make a two and a half hour video and, and link that shit together, they should have been a fucking movie producer. Because it's just funny how it all falls into place. Like coincidences. They, what, what was it they kept you, saying? It, if it's only it, so many of them before, it's not a coincidence. Yeah, exactly. But the way mm-hmm. that they made you think this shit was real, they had me all the way to the time traveler. 
Yeah, I don't believe it. I, I believe time yeah. travel, for Albert Einstein to say it 100 years ago that it's going to happen one day, I can believe in it, but I don't think we're there yet. I, I, I don't think I don't think we're anywhere close to it. I think that our I think our great 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 grandkids will be dead and gone when they figure it out. Well, there's I've I've seen videos on dealing with time travel, but it's not how everybody thinks. It's not necessarily like you go back in time or you go forward in time. It's an anti-aging kind of thing. Like they, you know, like Botox. When we were, like no no no. Like when we were at NASA and we saw the Longhorns and the stuff, the livestock they're planning oh, on yeah, sending yeah, yeah, sending yeah. to Mars. Well, you think about it. You send somebody so many when they get the 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 means to send people so far from Earth that it's that the the Earth's rotation bears no has no bearing on like yeah it even takes an effect on the body as far as like the pull of gravity and all that kind of stuff. And at some point it'll get where they can send people so far from Earth that if they go away from Earth for a certain amount of time and come back, it's like they haven't aged today. That's what I, it's like when I say time, time travel. It's not really time travel. Whenever it's you just do that, do it next to the mock. It makes it sound cool as that was. I bet you it sounds <laughs> it good. It sounds good. I love that. That, that was a good happens. one. That, that was, was the best that was one. A good one. That was the best one. But anyway, I've, it, this, I get what you're saying. It's weird, that, it's that weird makes, stuff that to dig sense. into. That's called hyperspeed. Yeah. I learned that from was Star Trek. Was it Frock? Flock? Spock. Spock. Yeah. yeah, I learned that from Spock. I believe in time. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, trust me, I feel long and prosper. My fingers don't work and prosper. No, see, I've dated several girls who wanted. You yeah. like the weird ones, don't you? I do. <laughs> she wanted the Vulcan death grip. Hey. But she didn't want it. Uh, yeah. I was like two in the paint once. No, two. I do got. I do got a conspiracy theory. I got that. I got to pose this question. We got time. And until, and until somebody gives me a legitimate answer, I'm gonna ask this question until the day I die. Why is it? Why is it? In 2020, you had record amounts of unemployment, record amounts of deaths from disease or, or the coronavirus. The world was in a pandemic, and not one mass shooting. But just as soon, just as soon as a bunch of damn Democrats come up with gun control bills, boom, mass shootings everywhere. You had the false flag. Yeah, you, you had you had you had Boulder, Colorado the other day. I yep. guess it was Boulder, Colorado. He had the Woodstock massage parlor the yep. other day. That's what you were talking all, about a while ago. It's you staged. watch. You watch until and until as long like and it's starting now. It's starting now. It ain't gonna happen right now, but it's starting right now. But there's gonna be more. Yeah, I mean it, it be is, more. and not to take not not to try to discredit any events because I don't. Well, and not not. I don't to, think the victims are staged. Just like they were. Well, and not to downplay with a video right. about Sandy Hook supposed to be a bunch of bullshit. No, no, no. Now I to, think that shit really happened, but I think that the shooter was actually. Yeah, that's where the conspiracy yeah. part yeah, comes. Yeah, like, not to downplay any loss of life right. or any tragedy exactly. or whatever, but it's just like I believe that you can that that they can have control over that to where they don't mind expending a few. People exactly you, just for the just for their call. I mean, you think about the the stuff that people are asking questions about now, as far as like Jeffrey Epstein and stuff like that. You mean you mean to tell me that all of a sudden things start happening and it's and it's like you said, it can only happen so many times before it's not a coincidence anymore. Exactly. You know, that's but all I'm saying. Bill Gates is involved with Jeffrey Epstein, and he's the one that's creating this uh, vaccine that's rolling out. And actually, I've been seeing many deaths come up about where doctors that swore by the vaccine died. Uh, 
and it's not, he's I, also the, the biggest owner of farmland in the United States as of right now, from what I understand. Yeah, you got to understand that with this vaccine. You can do conspiracy shit all you want onto it, but there's a lot of people that don't buy the first generation of a lot of things because you have to work the bugs out of it first. That's right. These like are a pe- first gen Dodge. Yeah, yep. this yep. is this is literally the first generation of that vaccine. This was not trial tested. It's, it's being exactly. experimental. Yeah, and, that's and what it is. So was. guess what? You're gonna have deaths. Well, the thing, every I'm, medicine that you take, I just I got some stuff for my colon problem. Why was it approved through. by the FDA? Because it, it had to be. I know, but I'm saying if they're gonna if they're gonna give it to everybody and the FDA is supposed to be the safe hold uh, health for, you know, the population, then why would they approve it? But you know, because well, it's, it's a solution. No it's a solution. It's I mean it's solution. it's it, I mean it, you got to have something to get commerce going back. You got to have something to get the to, to get the country back going. I, don't get me wrong now. I ain't taking that. I'm not taking bitch. the shit. But the people who are scared, like the mask wearers, the ones that are scared for their life to walk into the grocery store, those are the ones that can take it. That way, they don't have nothing to worry yeah. about no more <laughs> and get off my nuts when I walk in there and not having one. Oh, listen. listen. Yeah, go ahead. I didn't tell y'all. So, I live in Western New York. I work pipeline up there. And I was in this, and so through the winter, while I have been laid off, they asked me if I wanted to plow and salt, snow and all that. And I said, yeah, you know, because it's time and a half from the time you leave the house. It's Mm -hmm. good. So we went out one night, and I think we had had, I think we had had like two foot of snow, but it was on top of like two foot of snow we had several days before that never melted off. So we went in, and we worked our asses off. I think we wound up getting out of the end, one of our sidewalk plows broke. So we wound up working for like, nine ten hours hand shoveling like hand shoveling sidewalks i was beat on the way home there's a there's a speedway right on my way home that has a dunkin donuts and i thought i'm just gonna stop in and get a breakfast sandwich well i stopped in there and got looking at donuts and i said hey give me a dozen you know so i'm waiting on them to get my breakfast sandwich done standing at the counter and i've never worn a mask in this store ever since i moved there and i felt you got kind of somebody was standing off to my right there and I thought, well, they probably, they might think I'm still in line. So I kind of slid my stuff over and I turned. And as I was turning, I heard somebody say something. And when I turned, it was a woman. And she was looking me in the eye when I looked at her. And it kind of caught me off guard. So before I could say what I was going to say, she looks at me and goes, and she's like early 50s. She looked like a Karen anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, and she looks at me and she goes, she throws up her hands and goes, and she's masked. She had like two masks on, you know. And she's like, no mask? Really? And I went, you know, and she turns around and stomps off like a pissed off teenager. So she wasn't there to get donuts. Well, I think she was there to get donuts. And then she kind of, because I, like, as I was kind of figuring out that she was behind me, I seen her kind of looking like side to side, like she was trying to figure out. No, that bitch seen you from across the store. And and she didn't give a fuck about a donut. I'm I'm not an aggressive person by nature. I don't go looking for a stir. And Josh can tell you this. No, that's my my job. But as she turned around, when she went stomping off away from me in that Dunkin' Donuts, I hollered after. I said, no, it's a concern. Conservative mask, it's invisible to libtards. <laughs> and she just kept on trucking. So she walked out the door. I got my breakfast sandwich. I walked out and I had my drink and everything. And I walked out with an armload of stuff. And she's in her little her little uh, uh, key of whatever the little soapbox was. And she's backing out. And she sees me come out the door. And she looks at me and she throws her hands up. And I, threw my, I put my arms out. I was like, what do you want from me? I'm outside now. 
and she threw up the bird. The first time I've ever been shot a bird by a random person <laughs> in my whole life. And she goes, man, you know, she pulls out the parking lot. And I was like, that's what you're dealing with nowadays. Hmm? That's what you're dealing with. There's a world full of them. Yeah. I'm it's, like, man. I, I, I get in arguments every fucking where I go. I got one in Ohio. Did you? Yeah. But, I mean, it was just it's so stupid at this point. It's like, look, the vaccine's out. Go take the vaccine. You don't have to worry about me fucking anymore. Oh, if no. You're, that's right. According if you're to them that, now, you still got to take precautions even after you get back. I've had it. I've got the antibodies to it. And so I don't need the vaccine for one. Exactly. Uh, and I don't need to wear a fucking mask. Yeah, I, it's, it's not about health. It's about control. The government doesn't doesn't care about our health. If they did, they outlaw cigarettes and that's right. you know, all alcohol. all this other things that's harmful to our health. They don't they don't they make money off of it. Just like they make money off of the vaccine. That, I mean, that's the whole reason. Well, for that's why money, power, we, that's why we ain't legal everywhere yet, is because they ain't figured out just how to control it like they want to. Uh, as soon as they're that, there's it's coming. Yeah, I know, I know it's, it's coming. They've next, got a tax system for it. Next five you know years, it's now they just need to figure out how to regulate it on the judicial side. They got to figure on the out what how side? To, judicial. I can't say that. I got word. a buddy. Judicial. Listen, you almost had it. I got yeah. a buddy from back home, and he's a he's an investigator um, for a police department down home. Or he was when I lived down home. He told me one time we were talking about it, and neither one of us obviously. I was working EMS, and he was doing something else. And he said, "You mark my words, and I tell all my friends that do that stuff, and they don't believe me, but I tell all of them. It's right after Colorado had come out, California had come mm -hmm. out, legalized it. He said, I, every one of them, I tell them, there's gonna come a day where you wish they'd just kept the shit illegal, and they all go, no, man, we just, we, they just need to go and legalize it so we can do it how we want to. He said, no, 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 look." It'll be a controlled substance. It'll be just like something you get from the pharmacy. You'll have to have a stamp for it. They'll tax it to death, and you won't be able to. You'll just you'll long for the days you could sit on your couch and watch South Park and burn a joint and get high as you want to and lay back on the couch. Yeah, because right I, now, as long as you only have I don't it's three something three milligrams, grams. I, I'm not I'm not into drug um, paraphernalia, so I don't really know. What it's JD, brain. how much is it? <laughs> 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 I mean, it's three I, something. How much is it to where it's? Because even in Georgia, it's decriminalized, but it's still legal. What's well, the bag? Well, well, well how, making, much, how much is it for you to go to jail? Well, anything under an ounce is a misdemeanor. Okay. Anything over an ounce is a felony. Okay. So there's one particular baggie that if you're you know. caught with, all the cops gonna do is pretty much like throw it on the ground. It's up. Right. It's up to the cop. If he wants to be a dick, oh, yeah. any any Just amount like can take you to jail. Yeah. But if he's cool, a lot and he of got them like two or three grams, five grams, yeah. you know, he might just throw it on the ground. And say, you know, and a lot of them ain't gonna worry about it. Well, it's too much paperwork for not enough of a problem. Exactly. Well, it just depends on how close the end of shift it is. If they're fixing to go home, they probably oh yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Now if they now if it's beginning to shift and they just want to sit at the station the rest of the night. Oh yeah, you're you're, you're, yeah. Uh, you're up shit creek. You are. Uh, I think to make uh, <laughs> I think a lot of the problem in this country right now is, is uh, I learned this this morning. Learned this this morning. So we've got telephones that you can talk to one another on and see each other as you're talking. Right. Right. You can pay all your bills. You can pretty much run your fucking life off of a telephone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everything is. You got cars out there that drive themselves. You got doors that you press a button and they open up. You ain't even got to use physical injury to open them up. You got urinals that flush themselves. You got paper towel dispensers that 
You ain't got to pull it no more and yep. worry about it ripping off at the bottom. Right? Just got to do a rain dance. Why in the fuck the are grown men still throwing trash in urinals? <laughs> that is not where I thought this that's, is fucking going. That's, that's no, and you, no you it's not. But that's the problem in this world. Everything is automated, and you still got 78 million pieces of shit out there that are too goddamn sorry to throw a paper towel. Why are you pissing? With a paper towel in your hand. Anyway, I walk in this morning at a marathon on the Griffin, Georgia exit. Had to piss He's like been waiting all fucking day. I have been waiting all day to, to tell his fucking story. I have he had didn't to... even know he was coming. I knew he had something because... on his mind. So Look how mad in. he is by some trash in a shitter. <laughs> Not in a shitter. A, in a urinal. I walked in. I had to piss bad. My fucking eyeballs was floating. I walk up to the first urinal, and the first thing I step in is a puddle of fucking piss. Because some dickhead throwed a big-ass wad of paper towels in a goddamn urinal. And overflow. The trash can is closer to the sink than it is the urinal. So you tell me. And I blame it all on transgender bathrooms. <laughs> he wrapped this motherfucker all the way around. Woo! How do you blame it on transgender? Because you got women that are men that act like men that go in, they try to use a urinal, they have to wipe their pussy to damn, you know, to keep it from running down their pants leg, and instead of throwing it in a trash can, they throw it in a urinal like it's a toilet. Damn. I don't I don't know what to say. <laughs> I've got the image of a woman trying to piss in a urinal now. Well, they make, you know, funnels. Seems oh, very complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the transgender thing is just complicated in general to me. But anyway, what what I'm getting at is there's 78 million people out there that evidently don't know how to fucking throw trash I, in a trash can. You know, you if, know what? If you're already there, by why are we still throwing trash in urinals? You can't. Why fit? are we still letting piss puddle on the floor? Like we're we're not in fucking. I'll, I'll tell you right now how to fix it because you're not gonna fix all these pieces of shit. You're never ever gonna get all piece of shit away. Go to Texas. That don't happen in I Texas. I have been Cheers. threatening to move to Texas. I, Cheers. I, look, I'm telling you, I never ever thought the words would come out of my mouth that I wanted to move somewhere so fucking bad. If my daughter was 18 years old and she was off at college, she was living her own life, I'd have packed everything up in this studio and I'd have been in a two-bedroom apartment in Fort Worth right now. Listen here. Gracie is the only reason that my ass had a ride back to Georgia. On that trip we had. Oh, yeah. Because he done had his mind made up. I was really? like, damn, I'm going to have to book a flight or something. It's the people. Like, the what? to wrap this up and end this one, because we got 30 minutes before this live comes on. Uh, yeah, we just talked way longer than I thought we was going to yeah. But it was good. This ended up being a decent little episode. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Especially you going off there at the end. Is <laughs> you can't fix those problems, because you're never going to fix just people being piece of shit. Texas has ran the piece of shits out wow. of there. When I'm telling you, when we were in Fort Worth, it was the people. It was the way they talked to one another. It was the way that Southern manners turned up to a fucking million. Look, listen here. If you saw something happen in a bar, especially between a man and a woman, me and him watched it one night. And he said, I said, you know, I ain't trying to, you know, and he said, you know, we were watching this happen in front of us, and there was about four cowboys sitting around the table next to us, and about three of them at the same time, we saw them kind of sit there drinking to the side, and they sat back in their chair, and they started paying real close attention, 
and because you know this one right here, he ain't gonna let anything slide. He's got, he's got to, you know, he's got to well, be gung ho about everything. He's got to be gung ho about everything. And he sat John back. John Wayne, and, motherfucker. He sat back and <laughs> hey, listen, this one right here sat back in his chair and he said, "I think I'm just gonna let nature take its course." <laughs> I said, <"Yeah."> Everybody <laughs> that we met in Texas, as far as men go, had the same mentality that every man in this room has. You didn't see a piece of shit. You didn't see anybody acting up. You didn't see pants hanging off of folks' ass. You didn't see people dressed like trash. You didn't see people talking ugly to one another. There is a unspoken law there. When they say on their state motto is don't mess with Texas, yeah, you it means your ass better not mess with a motherfucker from Texas. I've always wanted to go. Always you won't come go. back? You need to. Always you need to. to. You're well, in a, from you're, the time you're, from the time that we tried to walk in the front door at the NASA Space Center in Houston, and this did you one hear over what here they said goes. NASA? The the security looked us up and down, and they're tell they're telling us all about the COVID thing. We're like, no, nah, we're good, you know, whatever. And uh, and this guy goes, uh, well, do y'all have any any uh, weapons on you? Any knife? Or he says weapons, knives, knives on you. And this one here's got to push the letter and goes. No, I ain't got a knife on me, but I got my pistol in my back pocket. And the guy goes, I don't give a shit. This is Texas. I was At like, NASA. I love it. They didn't wand us they or anything. Me. <laughs> they worry about knives, not pistols. That's what I'm yeah. worried about. They were what like, this goddamn Texas. Yeah. We was a, well, if you ain't bring one to NASA, we'll give you one to walk around with. <laughs> Hang on, but we you got know a basket what? of them back But here. I think that's why you didn't see crime. Like, you didn't see a lot of people yeah. pulled over in Texas. You didn't see nobody acting up in Texas. Nope. I think they got it figured out. And I'm sure it depends on what part of Texas you go to, too. Well, that's fine. But, yeah. But I at the same that. time. I mean, Texas is a big-ass state. Uh, it's can, a country. They, they well, you've got bad areas to, everywhere. Yeah. There's, a way, there's a way to adjust the riffraff. The thing about the state of Georgia is the bullshit, the bullshit generally stops at north end of Atlanta. Above the Macon-Dixon line? Exactly. Exactly. So <laughs> if me. you go north of Atlanta, anywhere between Rome and Dalton and all those little towns, Blue Ridge and all that, it's a badass fucking state. There ain't no bullshit. You don't never hear about it on the news. Ever. Except for Woodstock. That was, That's that why was nobody knows Atlanta. where every, anything in North Georgia he is. Was, anything, somebody wasn't happy with their $60 foot massage. Anything south of Atlanta, especially like in the vicinity of Atlanta, I mean... God damn, if it ain't 50 people fucking yeah, but y'all know just ain't like, headlines. Y'all know just like I do. Atlanta might be in Georgia, but it ain't Georgia. No. no. Atlanta, Atlanta, Savannah's borderline. Borderline, very borderline. Houston's borderline be. now. But the rest, of, the rest of Georgia is completely different than Atlanta. Yeah. You walk out, for the majority of Cochran, you walk out here, and folks, for the most part, know how to act. Cochran's a good town. Yeah. yeah. There I've ain't shit that. to do. I've and you know that. that when you move here. I went to the fucking Huddle House yesterday. We all did. And I asked them sons of bitches, when are y'all going back to 24 hours? That's oh, what the Huddle House is. They yeah. said, I doubt we ever go back to 24 hours. No, we? They've gotten away with it for a year. Why would they start back? But if you drive just a little bit further down the Highway 96, that bitch is open 24 Oh, yeah. Hours. I've been eating drunk there for a hot minute. Which reminds me, <laughs> which reminds me if you're here long enough, we got to go to Drag Race. We oh, to when, yeah. When's the dra next Drag Race? It's generally on every Saturday, but sometimes they have, like, testing tunes. Like street racing and shit we, like that on Thursdays. Yeah, we got to take That's them. when you can go out there and make some money. Oh, gambling. 
Yes, sir. See, bitch, you got me right here. You stand on the start line. Somebody's going to walk around with 20 or $50 in a hand. Who you got? You know. Huh. Uh, you get, why have you ever told me that before? Uh, it's a secret. Oh, boy. Uh, I just told it. Yeah. <coughs> well, good job. Anyway. So well, anyway, let's get the fuck off. Let's get the fuck off here. But, hey, yeah, I'm get y'all, this up. is literally a preview of the next week. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of random ass episodes, a lot of alcohol being drunk. Y'all pay attention to everything that we do on social media next week or so. Uh, we're building some cool shit going on here, and I'm excited. Neil, JD, Tyler, thank y'all for being part of this little episode today. Thank you for having and, us. And, uh, yeah, as always, thank y'all for listening to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey. We will catch y'all next time.